Tasty Chops podcast is brought to you by tastychops.net. It's a sample service for producers and beat makers. If you make beats, don't sleep on this. Every single day, I'm going to send you dope samples chopped up into 16 little pieces ready for you to use. All you got to do is add drums and you got fire. You could try it out for free at tastychops.net. Tasty Chops podcast. My name is Eraser Face. Thank you for tuning in. I am not joined by any guest today. Uh, I wanted to try out a segment called Anonymous Tour Stories. And I'm planning to do these with a bunch of artists, touring artists in the future, uh, where we tell stories from tour where things got a little crazy <laughs> and we change the names of the people involved as to not uh, affect the innocent. So the story I'm going to tell today is about a time that I was on tour and we were going from Boise, Idaho to Missoula, Montana. Now, this is pretty early in my touring career. So this is before I realized that it's a terrible idea to go on tour in the middle of December in the northern coldest part of the country. <laughs> so it's mid-December. It's snowing pretty heavily. And uh, me and my tour mates, who shall remain nameless, uh, were riding in the car with me, and I was driving from Boise to Missoula. And uh, we drove for a little while. It's snowing pretty heavily, and we get to a, an area that's known as Devil's Pass. I think that's what it was called. It was like Satan's Pass or Devil's Pass or something really ominous like that. And um, we're driving up, and we get to like the mouth of this entrance into what looks like some kind of canyon and um, I'm getting tired already because we'd been driving for a long time in the snow. And my, my time to switch shifts um, as the driver had come up. So I passed the wheel along to one of my tour mates. And <laughs> he gets behind the wheel and I, I jump in the back seat and I immediately go to sleep. When I opened my eyes and woke up, um, our car was skidding kind of kind of like a like a boat like it was just like floating and I look around I look at the time a lot of hours have passed I look at the distance that we've traveled and we've only gone like 100 miles or something like that and so I'm like guys what's going on like why are we still here and they're like oh man you'd just be glad that you didn't see all the shit we almost died like a dozen times while you were asleep we decided not to wake you up because you'd be freaking out. So, so basically we're skidding through this pass called Devil's Pass. And there's, this place should have been closed. Like there's no way that it should have been open. There's no rail on the side. Like seven feet to the right of us is just cliff as far as the eye can see. Like you can't see the bottom of the cliff. <laughs> and we're doing like five to seven miles an hour the brakes aren't working. We got no chains. We're in a Prius. We're skidding around. It's pretty much your worst tour nightmare. So basically, on the surface, we're, we're playing it cool. You know, we're laughing about it. We're having a fun time. We're cracking jokes. But in our minds, we are not sure if we're going to make it out. But thankfully, we got to Missoula, Montana way late. We got there around 1030 that night. And I think we were supposed to get there at around like... 5 30 to set up and the show it was at um it was at a va lodge 
And uh, the kids who were throwing the show were really cool and really nice. They uh, they held the whole show up for us, and they were they were doing a cipher, like a freestyle cipher, open mic, having people come up and rap. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on. It was snowing like crazy. It was snowing bananas, but the whole place was packed, and it was a really cool vibe. You could tell, like in a town like Missoula, there's not a ton to do. So if if a show comes through, even if it's snowing rain sleet snow they're coming out you know and so that was a cool vibe and so we played the show and it, it was kind of a you know like a pretty decent show we played good and that night we were uh to save a little money we were going to stay at the promoter's house so we get there we settle in put our stuff down a little bit of time passes and uh we decide to go outside and have a cigarette so me and my tour tour mates we go outside having a cigarette, and one of the guys, <clears throat> he gets a text message from uh, a girl that was at the, at the show. And the text message says, hey, I'm at, a, I'm at a house party. Do you want to come hang out with us at the after party? And typically in these situations, the way I look at it, for me, it's like, it's business, you know? Like, if I'm trying to make a foothold in a town, it's the first time I'm coming to the town, I want to definitely spend as much time as I can with the locals, with the promoters, with, with as many people as possible and develop as many relationships as possible. So after party, as tired as I am, as crazy as the day has been, I'm always up for it. Um, so I say, yeah, let's do it, man. And the girl that hit him up, uh, he, had, he had been talking to her from, from in advance. It, it was clear that he, was, he really wanted to <laughs> meet up with this girl. So long story short, um, I say, yeah, cool. Uh, we could take my car. Let's go. And and the other homie says, nah, man, I'm going to stay back here. And that turned out to be a really smart decision. <laughs> and uh, real quick, he, the other homie decides to go back inside and we realized we've locked ourselves out. <laughs> so we're, the promoter's asleep by this point. It, it was really late at night. And so we're, we're looking around trying to find our way into this house and and the homie finds uh, a window that's unlocked so he starts crawling through it and me and the other homie we're not going to go inside cuz we're we're getting ready to leave to go to this house party but the other homie starts crawling through the window and the promoter comes out and he's all pissed off he's like what the fuck is going on over here he thought somebody was trying to break in his house so so the homie smooths it over and we jump in the car and take off so we get in the car and uh, we get the address in the text messages and we're using the GPS and we get to the, the house party and Missoula, Montana is a kind of small town and it, it's mostly pretty nice. And, but we're pulling into a street that this, this does not look like the rest of the town. This, <laughs> there's something going on on this street and, and the house that we're going to, it's at the end of this cul-de-sac and we get there and uh, the homie texts the girl who invited us. And she says, oh, it's actually, um, I don't want to stay here. I'm going to come out now. So is it cool if I just jump in the car with you and you can take me home? And he runs that by me. And I'm like, yeah, man, whatever you want, bro. Like, I'm not trying to rock the boat. And uh, so we, we wait for the girl to come out. And a few minutes later, she comes out and she's with another dude. Um, and the dude that she's with is apparently, uh, he's a guy that she's, uh, she's caretaking for him. And so he was uh, like developmentally challenged, like, like mentally challenged. So he's kind of, you know, um, incoherent in his speech. And, but on top of that, 
Um, the house that we're picking her up from is clearly a crack house because <laughs> they came out and uh, the, the guy that she's caring for that came out with her, who was just innocent and sweet, but, uh, you know, a little bit challenged mentally, uh, slow. Um, and he comes out and he's pissed drunk. He is obviously very, very drunk. And also on top of it, the, the challenges that he's faced. And she comes out and she's tweaking. Her jaw is going crazy. Her eyes are huge. She looked like an anime character. This is all bad. This, this, right now, immediately, I know that like we've taken a turn towards strange things happening for the rest of the night. But I'm a, I'm a trooper, bro. This is what I do. I don't complain. <laughs> I just roll with it. So, uh, drunk, developmentally challenged guy and tweaking uh, friend of my friend girl, they, they both get in my car and we begin to make our way. And it becomes immediately evident that um, the girl who's supposed to be giving us directions to take her back to her house... Um, she has no idea where she lives because she just moved to Missoula maybe a month ago. So, so we're driving down in circles and she's like, Oh, hold on. No, turn left here. No, turn right there. No, wait, hold on. There's the bank. So that means my house is the other way. Let's turn around this way. And so we're driving. And at this point, like the show ended it too. And we went and picked her up. It was like three by that time. And we're driving around in Missoula, Montana. And now like, it's like 4.30, 5 in the morning, and she doesn't know where her house is, and we've been driving for like an hour in a town that has a tiny population. Like, the town is not a big town. We've pretty much been on every street. <laughs> and uh, one thing leads to another. All of a sudden, I hear this noise outside my window. It's like, plop, 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 plop. What the fuck is that? I go roll down my window. I got a fucking flat tire. Keep in mind, it's still snowing. We're in Missoula, Montana. I don't know if we're in, in a safe part of town or not. I got a flat tire in my Prius with a drunk, developmentally challenged dude and, <laughs> and a tweaker chick and my homie who's just trying to get it in. <laughs> and so we pull over in the nearest parking lot and uh, we get out the car. And I'm not really like, like the mechanic type. Like I'm not a wrench turn in type. I've maybe changed a few flat tires in my life, but I'm not really like highly experienced and I'm tired, man. It's 4.30 in the morning. We just played a show. <laughs> We're in this strange situation, but we have to change this tire. So our, our car is full of stuff. It's full all the way to the top with stuff because we have our gear from the show that we just played and all our merch and our clothes and everything that we had with us for the tour for three people in a Prius. So you can imagine like how full this car is. And we've got three people in the car, four people actually in the car. And uh, <laughs> so we pull over, we get the drunk guy and the tweaker girl out of the car. And drunk dude is just, and I, I hate to make fun, but like, this is literally, he was just making incoherent noises and saying nonsensical things. and just like, you know, like it's not funny, but in that situation, when you're trying to change a flat tire and everybody has to get out the car so you can put the jack on it. So, so tweaker girl, drunk developmentally challenged dude and me and the homie almost said his name there. And we have to take all our stuff out of the car and put it in the snow because the spare tire is in the trunk under all our stuff. And so we're 
changing this tire. We're, it's snowing. It's picking up. The snow is picking up as it's getting later in the night. We're making grunting noises. Uh, uh, we're trying to get this tire on. Twiggy girl standing there. She's saying all kinds of bizarre shit. She's all fucked up. She's like, I'm horny. Will you guys hurry up? I'm horny. <laughs> we get the tire on. We get everybody back in the car. We start driving to this girl's house. And finally, I think maybe the tweak starts wearing off a little bit. And she, she becomes a little bit more coherent. And she guides us back to uh, where she lives. And at this point, like, I had already decided, like, there's no way I'm going into this house. I'm dropping homie off and I'll pick you up in the morning. You go spin off, you know? And so, <laughs> so we drop homie off. And I pick up the phone and call the other homie who was back at the place. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, you're never going to believe what the fuck happened. He's like, it's all good, bro. Just tell me over breakfast. Come pick me up. Let's go get some breakfast. Bet. So I drive back to the promoter's house. I pick the homie up. He gets in the car. We go to this place he found on Yelp. It's called the Walking Mustache. And at this point, like the sun is coming up. Like it's it's like 5:30 in the morning, almost six in the morning. We walk into this this restaurant, and it's me and the homie who has a very distinctive uh he has a distinct look. If I told you anything more about his look, you'd probably know who he is. But <laughs> Basically, the point is that we looked out of place. So it's me and my homie, this waitress named Flo, who had a beehive haircut, and, uh, and two cops who were sitting across the way. And we sit down, and I'm telling the homie the story, and the waitress comes by, and she's listening to the story, and we ordered a plate of bacon and cheese. And we're, we're just eating this mountain of bacon with cheese, telling this story to Flo. And I'm sure the cops overheard everything that was happening, but yeah, they didn't, they didn't mess with us. And so we go back to the promoter's house and we wait for the homie to come back. And sure enough, a couple hours later, he shows up and dude walked. He walked the whole way from this tweaker girl's house back to us. And he's telling the story like, what happened, bro? And he's telling us his hookup stories. He's like, because it's snowing, right? It was like negative 10, you know? It was really cold. And so he's like, we, were, we, we get back to a room and we put the dude in his room and we go back to her room and, you know, we start hooking up a little bit and then we start taking off our clothes and we're both wearing long johns <laughs> under our clothes. It was like the most like northern winter, you know, like winter hookup kind of story. And, uh, yeah, that was all in one day. So like we almost died 10 times. We were late to the show. We played the show. We went to the after party. We picked up this tweaker chick and her drunk uh, dude that she's taking care of. We got a flat tire. We took her back to her place. And now the homie walked back to us. And so all we got left to do is we got to go uh, get a new tire and head on to the next stop. And thankfully, my tour mates were legitimate gentlemen and they picked up the tab for the, uh, the new tire. And that's pretty much... That's pretty much the story for this one. I'll check in again sometime soon, and hopefully we'll have uh, some more of my touring friends come on uh, in the future and tell some of their crazy stories, because that's where it gets crazy, on tour. So uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, this isn't the craziest story I have from tour, but I'm, I gotta keep something in the back pocket for future episodes, but I thought this was funny, so uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and this has been the Tasty Chops podcast with Eraser Face. And uh, make sure you go sign up for Tasty Chops at tastychops.net. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.